Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. For the last week, the Gaza Strip has been eerily quiet. No rocket blasts, no gunfire, no drones buzzing overhead. As hostages were moved out, and aid trucks moved in, Palestinians have had a chance to catch their breath, if only for a moment. Because remember, as we've talked about this temporary truce between Israel and Hamas, temporary was the key word. There was no guarantee it would hold from one day to the next. Well, early Friday morning Israel time, Gaza was quiet no longer. I did already hear uh, the noise of jets overhead, uh, which sometimes is an indication of impending bombing in Gaza. We have not Everyone, the IDF is saying that the Israel-Hamas truce has expired and military operations have resumed in the Gaza Strip. According to the IDF, Hamas violated the truce by firing a rocket towards Israeli territory an hour before the deadline. So now that rockets are once again flying, where do civilians have left to go? I think a lot of what we're seeing right now looks almost exactly like what we saw before. Today, how the hostage deal fell apart and if international pressure will force Israel to change its ways. From CNN, this is Tug of War. I'm David Brind. Oren Lieberman is CNN's Pentagon correspondent, and for weeks he's been on the ground in Israel reporting on the military response and the hostage handovers. He caught up with me on Friday afternoon local time from Tel Aviv. Oren, as we came to the seventh day of the temporary truce between Israel and Hamas on Thursday, there was a thought, you know, that the pause may not last much longer. But then we woke up on Friday to news that fighting had fully resumed in Gaza. And as we record this, rockets are flying again. So can you catch us up? Like, what happened here? Yeah, of course. So the truce was for a very, very specific agreement. Hamas had to release 10 women and children a day for each day of the extension. The original part of it, the first four days, was for 50 total women and children. And if they couldn't produce that list, a list that Israel agreed to, then that was the end of the truce. The terms of the agreement were very, very specific. Mm. Now, that ran into the cold, hard math that there simply aren't enough women and children held hostage in Gaza to continue this for much longer. There was some optimism from the Egyptians and the Qataris that there there might be another 24, 48 hours of it. But from what we're hearing, Hamas said they don't have women and children. They wanted to expand the agreement to elderly men and then younger men and women. And Israel didn't believe them, saying, uh, effectively, you have more women and children. And as it came up and Israel didn't have a list, the war resumed. Israel and Hamas said they were ready. And here we are. Israel promised the second phase of its war or this this resumption would be even stronger. And that seems to be what we're seeing play out in Gaza. 
Yeah, I mean, Benjamin Netanyahu has continued to say, even through this truce, that they want to destroy Hamas completely, that the military mission will continue. Nothing will stop us. We will continue this war until we reach our three objectives. Free all of our hostages, eliminate Hamas till the end, and to ensure that we won't face such a threat from Gaza ever again. So do we know what that's going to look like and if it's going to look different than it did before the truce? I think a lot of what we're seeing right now looks almost exactly like what we saw before. Hmm. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was just here. He called for Israel to have concrete plans to avoid more civilian casualties. Israel did drop leaflets. We have seen that in the past. In this case, they actually have a QR code huh. that if you click on it or, or go to it, it brings up a map of Gaza broken up into little parcels. And it seems they're going to use that to say, hey, evacuate parcel 667 and 668. We're preparing to act here. Oh, so like maybe trying to be a little more clear about where exactly these operations are going to happen. Of course, but whether that's effective is a whole different question. First, you need internet connectivity to access sure. it. Second, you need widespread acknowledgement, right? You have 2.2 million people who need to know about this. And then, aside from all of that, you need to be honest about where you're going to strike. And of course, telling the people of Gaza where you're going to operate is to tell Hamas where you're going to operate. So... We'll see how this plays out. We'll also see if the U.S. is happy with it. Does the U.S. think this is enough to meet the demand to avoid the civilian casualties? Or do they say this isn't enough, you need to do better? Yeah, like what have the U.S. been asking, urging Israel to do in this next phase? There are two big asks. One was on civilian casualties. But Israel has the most sophisticated, one of the most sophisticated militaries in the world. It is capable of neutralizing the threat posed by Hamas while minimizing harm to innocent men, women, and children. And it has an obligation to do so. Ultimately, that's not just the right thing to do, it's also in Israel's security interest. The Prime Minister and members of the War Cabinet agreed with the need for this approach. We have seen about 15,000 Palestinians killed in Gaza, according to uh, Hamas-controlled health authorities there. About two-thirds of them, women and children. Now, it is worth noting that number does not differentiate out members of Hamas and other terrorist organizations. Mm -hmm. But it's clear that that is far too high a number for the U.S. It is far too high a number for the international community. Israel understands the imperative of protecting civilians, the imperative of humanitarian assistance. And again, as I said to the prime minister, to, um, uh, to the war cabinet, intent is obviously where you start, and it's vitally important. And I'm very confident in uh, the intent, but results, of course, are fundamentally what matters. And that's where a lot of this pressure comes in for demanding a continuation of the ceasefire. And then the other big demand is humanitarian aid in the form of trucks going from Egypt to Gaza keeps going in. And it's unclear that that's happening. We have an eyewitness there who says there are trucks that have been inspected that are waiting outside the border, but as of right now, as we talk, are not going in. So that's a major question. I will make one other point quickly. A senior State Department official said negotiations are ongoing, and that's not too much of a surprise because to get to the first truce, you had to be negotiating in the middle of a war. So negotiations are ongoing. They said that a pause might be possible, perhaps even as soon as today. Now look, from where we sit right now, that feels wildly optimistic. Yeah. But the fact that they're even talking about it means it, it, it's out there and, and, and the discussions are there. We'll be right back.
This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support. Your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to Tug of War. I'm speaking with CNN's Oren Lieberman. What does this all mean for the hostages? Because Israel says there are still over 100 people being held there in Gaza. So how much time do these people have left in terms of the hopes of actually reaching any deal about getting them out? That's an excellent question. Look, I'll give a bit of historical context. Hamas held Israeli soldier Gilad Shalit in Gaza for five years from 2006 to 2011. And he came out, you know, I won't get into the mental health side of that, but he, he came out on his own, right? He came out fairly healthy. How long can they keep more than 100 hostages alive in the middle of a war? That's an entirely different question. But it, it's clear so far that many of those who have come out who have been in in at least stable or okay physical condition. Again, we're not going to talk about the mental health part of that. That's a far greater challenge. But Hamas realizes that hostages are their leverage. The problem is, and we'll go back to where we started, the agreement was specifically for women and children. To hammer out a new agreement might essentially involves a whole new set of negotiations, even if you have a basis upon which to build. And it's not clear how fast that can happen. Mm. Do we know if Hamas was able to resupply and, like, gear back up during the truce? Like, how prepared are they for this new round? Resupply is a tough one. Obviously, nothing is going in through Israel. They have smuggling tunnels under the Egyptian border that go into Egypt, so perhaps they can resupply there. I think the the better perspective on that, or the broader perspective, I should say, is that Hamas was preparing for this for months, if not more than a year, knowing the, uh, the terror attack of October 7th could lead to a sustained Israeli operation. Right. So they prepared in advance knowing the stores and stocks they would need because we saw rocket fire coming out of Gaza this, this morning when the truce uh, expired and wasn't continued. So they at least have some level of ability to continue military operations now. Well, Oren, thanks very much for the perspective and we'll see uh, what happens in the days ahead. Thank you. Of course, happy for the conversation. Tug of War is a production of CNN Audio. This episode was produced by Taylor Galgano, Paolo Ortiz, and me, David Rind. Our senior producer is Haley Thomas, Dan DeZula is our technical director, and Steve Lichtai is the executive producer of CNN Audio. We get support from Alex Manasseri, Robert Mathers, John Dianora, Lenny Steinhardt, Jameis Andres, Nicole Pessaru, and Lisa Namoro. Special thanks to Caroline Patterson, Joseph Adaman, and Katie Hinman. We'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, head over to CNN.com or the CNN app for the very, very latest. Talk to you later.
When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.